All right. Um, <clears throat> as we get ready to observe the Lord's Supper this morning, I want you, if you will, turn with me to Matthew chapter 26. Matthew chapter 26, in prepar- preparation for the, the Lord's Supper. Today we're going to be discussing the blood of the Lamb. It is the topic of our message. It is the focus of our observing of the Lord's Supper. In the hymn, Oh How I Love Jesus. This is a line that was um, mentioned to me this week. In verse 2, of Oh How I Love Jesus, it says this, It tells me of a Savior's love. Speaking of the name of Jesus. It tells me of a Savior's love who died to set me free. It tells me of His precious blood, the sinner's perfect plea. So this morning, we're talking about the blood of Christ, which is the sinner's perfect plea. In Matthew chapter 26, verse 26 And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then He took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant which is shed for many for the remission of of sins. Let's go to the Lord in prayer again as we begin our time in His Word. Father, thank You for the blood of Christ, for His sacrifice for us, the perfect, sinless, all-atoning sacrifice, which is the sinner's perfect plea. We have no worth outside of the blood of Christ. We are unworthy outside of the sacrifice of our Savior. So Lord, this morning, help us to acknowledge that we've been bought by the blood. Help us to remember the sacrifice that Christ made for us that we could have everlasting life because of Him. Because of His love that went all the way to the cross in obedience to You to save us. Father, we love You. Thank You again in Jesus' name. Amen. So, uh, I was walking around the house this week and and, um, Bridget came to me and she asked me a question. She had been in the back and I'm not sure what she was doing. She may have been cleaning. She may have been getting dressed or getting ready. I'm not sure. Uh, But she came to me and she said, Jeff. Well, she don't call me Jeff. She calls me something else. I'll tell you what that is. But she said, what is the sinner's perfect plea? And I said, I've heard that before. I recognize that phrase. Can't remember where it's from. Can't remember what it was in. Or, but then she said, it's in the song, Oh How I Love Jesus. And it's talking about the blood of Christ and that His blood is the perfect plea for the sinner. As a matter of fact, the only plea for the sinner. Because we have no other worth outside of the blood of Christ. Because we cannot bring ourselves before God and say we are worthy of anything because we're not. 
Because sin has destroyed God's perfect creation. It has marred all of creation so that we are unworthy of anything that God uh, had in store for us. <clears throat> but because of the blood of Christ, because when we stand before the throne of Almighty God, and He asks us, what makes you ready for heaven? Our only answer will be the blood of Christ. The sacrifice of the Savior. His lifeblood covered us so that we could have everlasting life in His, His name. During the Passover, a Passover lamb was killed and the blood was placed on the doorposts of the house so that the people entering into the house had to go under the blood and be protected by it. So when the Lord came by that night at midnight, He would look and see the blood over the doorpost and all those that were inside of that house that had gone under the blood, they were passed over. But all of those without, all of those that had no blood on their doorpost in the land of Egypt, all of those people, they lost their firstborn. So, the sinner's perfect plea, the blood of Christ. And because this, was, this phrase was included in the song, Oh, How I Love Jesus, I naturally turned to the hymn book and started looking at some songs. And as we begin to look into the, the theology, the doctrine that are in our hymns, think about this. Turn, if you've got your hymnal, to, to um, one, uh, hymn 135. We sang this one earlier, Nothing But the Blood. So the question is asked, what can wash away my sin? And then it's answered, nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. For my pardon, this I see, nothing but the blood of Jesus. For my cleansing, this my plea, nothing but the blood of Jesus. See, in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 22, it says that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. <clears throat> in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18, God's crying out through His prophet to His people saying, Come and let us reason together. Let us talk about this thing. Though your skin, sins were as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they were crimson, they shall be as wool. God says, let's talk about this, let's reason. Let me show you the way of salvation. And when you accept it, your sins can be washed away and your soul be spotless before God. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Now, turn to hymn 132. Hymn 132, what can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And then the first question in hymn 132, there's power in the blood. Would you be free from the burden of sin? Would you be free from the burden of sin? Let me ask you a question. When I give the invitation during our services, are you fidgety? Are you trying to avoid eye contact? Is the Spirit laying heavily on you and, and, you're, and you're saying, well, I'm not going to go this time? Or do you have peace? 
peace that passes all knowledge because you know that the invitation is not for you, that you've already accepted Christ's invitation. If you're fidgety, if, if you don't know what to do during invitation time or, or there's something urging you uh, or something bothering you, the, script, the, 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 the song right here says this, Would you be free from the burden of sin? How would you like to be able to sit through an invitation and say, thank you, Jesus, for saving me? Without having to hold on to the pew really tightly. How would you like to be able to walk out of here and say, you know what, Jesus has forgiven me of all my sin, no matter what it was. Sometimes we get too caught up in what other people might be thinking about me if I go down there and pray a prayer, if I accept Christ. If I go down there, what are people going to say? It doesn't matter. Because when you stand before Christ, nobody else is going to be standing there with you. Would you be free from the burden of sin? Be covered in the blood. Be washed in the blood. What can take away your sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. In the book of Hebrews chapter 13, it says this about Jesus' blood. Let me go there. In verse 12. It says, therefore Jesus also, that He might sanctify the people with His own blood, suffered outside the gate. Jesus' blood sanctifies. It cleanses. It makes holy. It makes righteous. There's power in the blood. When we sing about the power of the blood, it means that that is the cleansing agent that was the payment that was paid for our souls. The power of the blood of Jesus is enough to cleanse the world if the world would turn to Him. There's power in the blood. Not only that, right across the page, one, hymn 133, the blood will never lose its power. Never lose its power. You might say to me, well, Brother Jeff, I want to wait until I get really old to accept Christ as my Lord and Savior. Christ will be ready that day to save you. But, let me give you this warning. You may not live to be old. Because the Scripture says today is the day of salvation. Now is the acceptable time. We have to make sure that we are ready at any time to leave this world to go home to be with Him. The blood will never lose its power. In Hebrews chapter 13, again, verse 20, it says, Now may the grace of God of peace, who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work. The blood of Jesus, since Jesus is alive forevermore, the blood will never lose its power for all eternity, because it's an eternal covenant the power will, will never leave the covenant. The blood will always have the power to cleanse whomever comes to Him. But let me urge you, sin carries with it the burden that will wear you out over time. Why not be free of the burden? Why not walk out of here a free man today? 
Why not accept the everlasting covenant through the everlasting blood that will never lose its power because the Savior will never again die and we will live forever with Him. Now, the blood will never lose its power. Right the very next page, hymn 134, Jesus paid it all. Jesus paid it all. As you go through the verses, I hear the Savior say, Thy strength indeed is small. Child of weakness, watch and pray. Find in me, Jesus says, find in me thine all in all. He's saying, I'm enough. I am sufficient. The blood that I shed for you will cleanse everything, wash everything away, make you brand new, and you can be the child that you're supposed to be unto God because Jesus paid it all. Your sins are a debt that has to be paid. And if you can't pay them because you can't, uh, the only way that you can pay them is by your death. And if you uh, die without Jesus, then eternal hell is the payment that is required for your sins. Accepting the blood of Christ frees you of that sin because He paid the price. You've heard me say this before. It's as if you were standing in the court. The judge knows you're guilty. You know you're guilty. Everybody knows you're guilty. But someone steps up and pays your fine so that even though you're guilty, you can go free. That's exactly what Jesus did for you. He paid your price so that even though you're guilty, when you accept Him as your Savior and Lord, as the the price for your redemption, then you go free. <clears throat> Jesus paid it all. All to Him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it as white as snow. Now turn to Him 136. This is the question that we've been leading up to. This is the question that we're talking about. Are you washed in the blood? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? It makes it a personal question. This question is for the church, sure. It's for everybody who reads it, but it's not a general question. It's a personal question. Have you been washed in the blood? Are you clean from your sins? And you know why it's personal? Because we serve a personal God. Because God knows you personally. Made you personally. Loves you personally. Wants you to be in a relationship with Him personally. So the question is, have you been washed in the blood? Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you fully, fully trusting in His grace this hour? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? When the bridegroom cometh, will your robes be white? Will your soul be ready for the mansions bright? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? It's personal. The question is, hey, how about you? 
What about you? What's your answer? But then, at the end of the song, there's a plea. In the last verse, the last line of the last verse before you get to the chorus, it says, Oh, be washed in the blood of the Lamb. You see, that's a personal request. The writer was saying, please, please be washed in the blood of the Lamb because there's no hope or no help outside of the blood of, the, of Jesus. Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? And now I want to go back to the, the hymn that we started with, Oh, How I Love Jesus, 217. There's a name I love to hear. I love to sing its worth. It sounds as music in my ear. The sweetest name on earth. It tells me of a Savior's love who died to set me free. It tells me of His precious blood, the sinner's perfect plea. It tells me what my Father has in store for every day. And though I tread a darksome path, yields sunshine all the way. It tells me of one whose loving heart can feel my deepest woe, who in each sorrow bears a part that none can bear below. Would you be free from the burden of sin? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Have you pled with the sinner's perfect plea? the blood of Christ. This morning, before we partake of the Lord's Supper, the invitation is this. Come and be saved. Come and accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. He paid the price for you. His blood was sufficient to cleanse you of all sin. And you can walk out of here today without the burden of sin. Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Come today. Pray with me. Father, as I come right now, asking you to work your work by your Holy Spirit in your church today. Father, I pray that if there's someone here this morning that has not accepted the blood of Christ as a sacrificial payment for their sins, I pray that they will come forward and say, I need Jesus. He paid the price for me, and I want to accept Him as my Lord and Savior. And Father, whatever else it is that is on our hearts this morning, help us to be cleansed. Help us to, to ask for Your forgiveness before we partake of the Lord's Supper. Because God, You are our King. This is Your time. This invitation is yours. Accomplish your purpose in it. In Jesus' name, amen.